Oh, that was a nice transition into uh, into the show. Now, currently, we are uh, we're at an interesting place in the week. We are indeed not at the front. No, nor are we nor are we at the end. No. But but we're kind of we're we're far away from the beginning and the end. We're really kind of way, way out. out. That's right. We're way out. Yeah, way out. Wednesday. Way out Wednesday. That was a nice transition. That was a nice little slide wipe there you had going on. <laughs> yeah. Fancy. Pretty fancy. We got to keep it fancy for you guys as you watch and listen to these wonderful stories that, that you need to know about. Exactly, that are underreported in the lamestream media. <laughs> lamestream media. Flag That's right. it right now. Flag this video. At Thanks, COVID. Facebook. Yeah, exactly. At COVID restrictions. None of ours have anything to do with that, but because I said that, they're going to pick it up and they're going to put it on they're there. They're going to put that little thing on there. Yep. Yes, we made it. We made it. Yes, we did. Uh, this man wants to make it, though. Okay, who's this man? This man... Uh, his name is Sam Mumford. <laughs> One of the sons. Does he have sons? I hope so, because then he'd be Mumford and sons. <laughs> Dang, you pick up what I put him down. Yeah. Well done. Yes, but he uh, he claims, he has a photo online of what he claims is the world's largest chip, or the world's longest chip. Now, longest this is, chip? Now, this is from the Mirror in UK, so he means Oh, so they don't so mean chips, they mean fries. Fry. He means French fries. So he has the longest fry, apparently. Oh, sure he does. He boasts. Yeah. Look at Mr. Mumford. Hey, would you come back to my place see the world's longest fry, would you? Eh? Eh? Oh, this, this just looks like an average fry to me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Want me to dip it in a little bit of the tartar? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to Why is that innuendo? Dip it in the tartar. Dip it in the tartar. Well, you know, don't, that, I don't think that works. I don't no. think anyone's ever gotten anything from no, that. But he, okay. So here's the picture of it. Now I was going to put it up on the screen so you could see it. However, it was not loading properly. That's so. a plate long that's chip. That's a plate long chip. And it looks decent, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I don't know if that's the world's longest fry. It can't be. There's no, no way. No, there's got to be a bigger fry somewhere. Yeah, there's potatoes you can get that are bigger than that. Yeah, so you can just, yeah there'd probably have to be anyways, a bigger fry. Of course, All right, the, comments, the, the comments on it, though, are about as uh, immature as probably. Did they go? With the tartar, like I said, can you dip it in no. your tartar? No, they said, uh, <laughs> can I dip my long fry in your tartar? One of them said, Can I recommend your utterly massive length? I can commend your utterly massive length, Sam. Have you considered a career in adult films? Oh, of course. Um, with you. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, do you think do you that's think, clearly two chips held together? Um, <laughs> do you think we were born yesterday? Oh, Conspiracy yeah, clearly, theorists. yeah, exactly, clearly out there. Yeah. Uh, you wonder if it came from a fry guy. I hope could it didn't. Be, could Some be. poor fry guy is walking around there like John Wayne Bobbitt. What did you do to my fry, Muff? <laughs> what did you do to my fry? <laughs> uh, speaking of swords, uh, <laughs> what a segue that is. We do have a story about a sword. I don't know. We're, we're going off the deep end here already. Um, this guy is a Australian, an Israeli, uh, Israeli, is uh, over in Israel. Yes, uh, Israeli, I, got, I, I gotcha. Israeli scuba diver. All right, uh, he's he's out there in the Mediterranean. He's doing his scuba diving stuff, and uh, he happens upon a, a long sword. Okay, and it's it's filled with barnacles. All right. So the, he was about 150 meters off the coast in a five-meter deep water when he made the discovery. Uh, experts say the area provided shelter for the ancient ships and is home to many archaeological treasures, some dating, dating back 4,000 years. Wow. Um, fearing his discovery might be buried, the diver took the sword ashore and delivered it to government experts. Rather than no. like putting on eBay... He delivers it to government experts and say, hey, you know what? This seems like it may be historical in nature. The fact that we have this, this, this sword here, and the weapon is estimated to be 900 years old. 
He should have kept it. Well, yes, because they say the sword is to be cleaned and further analyzed. While the diver, identified as Shlomi Katzen, I, I don't believe you know, that. Only Shlomi somebody Katzen. Named, somebody named Shlomi will be like, this is with the government. We need to give it to them. By the way, you know what Shlomi gets for all of this? This fantastic discovery? What? A certificate of appreciation for good citizenship. Here you go, Shlomi. You got a 900-year sword you found. Could have been used in the Crusades. But we're going to give you a nice certificate for being a, a good citizen. Here's a gold star. It's like something you got from safety school when yeah. you were able to follow all the traffic signals correctly. Here you go, Shlomi. Here's your dare shirt. Don't smoke weed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shlomi. Next time, I don't know, keep it and, I don't know, hang it up in your house or something. Yeah. They're mm. like, what's this? Well, let me tell you my ancestors. <laughs> you know. Exactly. It'd be a great story. Instead of where I can smoke demons with this sword. Yes. Instead of, hey, Dad, where'd you get that lame certificate from? <laughs> I was a good citizen. That's why. Found me a sword. Yeah, sure you did, Shlomi. Yeah, go rent me Rocky 500, please. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Whatever. They still don't rent movies. Some places do, though. Um, uh, but it is Halloween. It is spooky season. It is spooky season. It is spooky season, and we have sort of a spooky story coming to you from Ipswich over in England. This hey, is another Ipswich. mirror. Okay. Ipswich. And, uh, and uh, this town was haunted by a child singing creepy nursery rhymes. Oh, that's always, have, yeah, that's always the way in, in horror yeah, movies. It's a good way to... It's a good, yeah. good way to get creepy things in the trailer there by doing that. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's how it goes. So they, uh, especially creepy, and you repeatedly hear it uh, being sung by a child late at night. They don't know where the sound is coming from. They creepy. think it's maybe a ghost. Maybe a ghost. Ghosts exist, man. Ghost I've had my run-in with ghosts before. Yep. Don't get me started on my story. She heard that um, the woman they are talking to at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 4 a.m. It was sporadic. Sometimes it played once, sometimes over and over. Mm. And they're like, listen, uh, and this is in um, Ipswich, but it's in a borough. And they're like, a, um, a borough, I guess the city council. Uh, they, they were taking a look at it, and they're like, "We have no idea what where it's this coming could from." Be. And, and what ended up happening was, um, <laughs> where, and this is where sort of some of the Halloween comes into it, even though it already was kind of creepy, is that there were spiders going in front of the sensor, and the oh, sensor's alarm was a that kid, kid singing. singing. Yeesh! Why are you putting that as your sensor for your like? Why is that putting your alarm for that sensor? Yeah, that's creepy. So, I mean, I guess it would scare the crap out of anyone that may be breaking in. Like, if you were to step in, someone else and you. It's raining, it's pouring, you know? Yeah. And you're like, uh, yeah, nope, if, like, nope, not going in there. If, if my if my phone went off and it was like, ring around the rosy, they'd throw me in jail. Like, yeah, that's a little creepy. Yeah, that is, that is very <laughs> creepy. So it ended up being spiders causing the problem. Yes. Much bigger animals causing problems than this. Final Way Out Wednesday story. What do we Cocaine got? hippos. Cocaine are, hippos. <laughs> causing the problem. The poor hippos, it's not their fault. They're not snorting the cocaine. Yeah. Uh, but they were brought over to Colombia by Pablo Escobar. Mm. Not El Chapo. Not. Not El Chapo. Not. Not Chapo. Not. Not Chapo. Not Chapo. <laughs> Escobar. Right? So he brings over these hippos. It started with just four. And the hippos have exponentially increased to about 80 hippos. And needless to say, hippos not indigenous to Colombia. No, no. So the uh, Colombian government's like, well, we're going to have to kill these hippos. Oh. Just got to slaughter the cocaine hippos. And, the, and, and some people are like, exactly. They're like, they're very hungry, hungry, but not for the cocaine. So someone was like, well, you can't just kill the cocaine hippos. You can't just go about willy-nilly killing them. So the Animal Legal Defense Fund 
filed an application for the hippos to be declared people huh. so that they couldn't just be mass murdered. All right. right. So the hippos were the plaintiff. I don't know if any of them were called to the stand. Bop, bop. <laughs> Not my fault there, Judge. I just brought, brought over here and mind my own business, and then I become a cocaine hippo. First one was free. Next one cost me my family. Uh, so, I was listening to some hippo. Huh? I, don't, I don't know why the hippo sounded like that in my mind. But anyway, long story short, ruling came down that the hippos could be considered human. So they can't be just killed. All right, so Columbia law gives non-human creatures legal standing to bring lawsuits to protect their interests. Country's legal system can't compel someone in the U.S. to produce documents supporting their case. However, U.S. law allows interested persons in Columbia to go to a U.S. federal court to seek the ability to obtain the documents, and that's what they did in the court of Ohio. So by granting all of this, the court recognized animals as legal persons for the first time in U.S. history. Uh, so the Animal League Defense Fund said instead of just killing these hippos, Instead, they should just be going and doing mass sterilizations of the hippos instead. Oh, that's oh, that's that's nice. Oh man! Instead of shooting me, I'll shoot blanks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, kind of kind of a an interesting story about uh, they're kind of outside the norm. Would you would you I say was, maybe it would be um, a little? You know, they might be a little way out of the norm. Yeah, yeah, hippos, hippos, way yeah, out. Right, way out, Wednesday, way out, Chapo. 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 Chapo, chapo, chapo.